0: Hello and a massive welcome to CLB Lifetime in the Mix. This is your host Callum and on today's show I have a very special guest making an appearance all the way from South Carolina. It is the one and the only, it is Red Savage. How are you? I'm doing great man, how you doing? I'm not doing too bad, thank you. It's all fine and dandy over here in the UK. Um, and sorry, I should have introduced you as Red 7, but Red Savage will also do. Um, so yeah, anyway, how are things and what's going on in your part of the world?
1: Well, I'm enjoying the weather here in um, here in the Carolinas. It's it's always pretty nice over here. It's nice and wooded and it's, it's it's pretty good scenic area. Nice and relaxed. It's pretty comfortable, not too hot, not too cold right now.
0: That's good. Definitely I'm, good weather. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear that it's nice and comfortable over there for you. Um, over here, we're coming to the end of our of our summer. So, um, yeah, it's, the weather's turned quite a bit at the moment. So, it's, it's not been that great. But, you know, um, it's comfortable. It's comfortable.
1: There you go, man. you got to love comfort.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, right, Red, why I've brought you on the podcast is I came across your music page and... Um, I listened to the song, I am Frank and Barbie. Um, and it was a really good piece of music that I wanted to sort of talk to you a bit more about. Um, and I've brought you on here so our listeners can sort of understand the inspirations that you have had as a musician and the reasons why you create the music that you make. So I'm sort of going to jump over to you now, and I'm hoping that you can sort of elaborate on that and give us an idea of how these
1: things came to form. That sounds awesome, man. Um, Basically, I I I was kind of late in life starting my guitar. I was like started playing guitar at about at age thirty, and I just kind of messed around with it just for a long time. I, at the time, I was a tennis pro, which is kind of weird because the the two things aren't really connected in any way. But I had players who you know could take their first lesson and they could hit back and forth and be good. And then I had some people that was I was pitching a tennis ball to them for an hour and they were missing all all for the whole hour but they kept coming back and they kept trying and trying and trying and so the guitar for me was kind of an empathy piece but i've always loved music so i thought the guitar might be something that you know if i just decided if I, if it was something that you know i was kind of crappy at you know if i could just what i call fighting through the suck stage
2: right you know that's yeah. that
1: the, the, those first weeks when you try something and and sure enough it just kind of it just kind of caught on to me and then and it was probably right around when I started writing, it's about five or six years ago, Um, a friend of mine challenged me to start hitting the open mics.
0: Right, and, okay, yeah.
1: And so there it was. And I think my my first song at open mic was Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash.
0: Oh, wow, fantastic song, that. Yeah, definitely.
1: And I was so nervous at the time, that I, I felt like I was playing with boxing gloves on. You know, it was like...
0: Yeah, I can imagine you were um that was quite daunting for you actually. Like obviously going on stage at that for, for that for that first time. Um but yeah, how 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 do you feel that that's that that set went for you?
1: Well, you know, it actually turned out to be pretty good overall. People the, the people I was with, it was this place called Common Grounds. Ironically, a coffee shop. Um everybody was very supportive and I think I was kind of lucky in that regard because Having a supportive environment around me was was helped me and it was very encouraging.
0: Absolutely, I'm really glad to hear that. Obviously, um, you know it went well because something that doesn't necessarily go well from the first time can be a deterrent to a lot of people. So you know, at least it did. You've persevered, and here you are today speaking to me on Lifetime in the Mix. So what I wanted to talk to you about moving forwards was um, one of your latest releases which is i am frank and barbie um and i wanted to know from your perspective how how your music comes to form you know how how do you how do you create your music and what inspirations did you take for it
1: well every song is a little a little bit different in uh in the case of frank and barbie i have a part of my some of my music has sort of a, a rocky sort of a punk sort of edge to it
0: absolutely and i thought
1: if and I thought with Frank and Barbie was was kind of a fun was a fun way to do it. It was it was a what I would call um, autobiographically satiric. So I'm I'm sort of a transy kind of person, and so I was able to just kind of relate my experience in a form of what was kind of you know hyperbolic comic, you know, with a punk edge to it. Because I really liked the the chord the the chord pattern that I put together for it. It and was. just made it a lot of fun.
0: I was going to say, you've done a really good job on that song. It comes together really well, and um, you know, it's it's definitely got that punk that punk rock vibe as well. Um, so you know, that's right down my street. So you know, um, again, it was a pleasure to listen to.
1: Well, thank you. It was it was great fun putting out. A lot of my early influences, probably that, that I have to say, and and you'll you'll probably hear it throughout, is is probably Pink Floyd and the Who are probably like were you know, some of my biggest influences and along the lines of the Who, you know, I mean, uh, retail is another stuck in retail is a song that I wrote that, that probably has more of a vibe in that way. And there's another one called Game Is Over. But um I really liked their energy. I think the energy that they brought to the stage was this was something that I always wanted to create because I'm 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 a high energy person myself. And it, it just really I have to say it really accentuates the high of performing quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Completely, completely understand where you're coming from with that. Um, You know, I've got quite a few um, friends that have obviously into creating music. So, you know, I obviously follow them on their journey. So I can completely empathize with you on that one. Um, What I want to do at this stage is talk a bit about the song Stuck in Retail. And if you're happy as well, I would also like to um, get it on during the show. Is that okay?
1: That's fine, man. That'd be awesome. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's brilliant. Um, Okay, so yeah, with the song Stuck in Retail, um, with that one, um, how long did it sort of take you to make? um, Any challenges with it specifically, or, you know, and also the inspirations behind it?
1: Typically, when I write songs, I'm kind of a words first kind of person. Sometimes it'll it'll start with a thought. It'll be an idea or something. like In the case of stuck in retail, I was actually working for Walmart. It was a, a big box retail joint over here. And um, it was one of those things where I, I mean, I didn't mind the job in as much as, you know, nice people that I got to work with. And I like talking to people, but, you know, it was kind of drudgery, really. But the point of the song was that I would just rather be on stage. And that's really, you know, where it all came about.
0: That's, so, um, No, that, that, I think that's, um, you know, I think that's, that's, that's actually a really nice, um, you know, really nice and sort of just straightforward song, actually, you know, it's the fact of that you're, you're obviously stuck in a job, but, you know, you would rather be, you know, continuing with your passion uh, for music, so you know that's that's really nice. Um, and again, thank you for sharing that with me. I'm glad to share. Yeah, no, it's it's great. Honestly, it's all, you know. And one of the reasons I love doing this is obviously you find a lot out about the artist, um, which you wouldn't necessarily otherwise know unless you know you listen to another podcast or something like that. So it's nice for me to be the one. Uh, behind obviously the mic and you know being able to share that with with an audience and again thank you for sharing that as well Um, so what I want to do now is I am going to get your song uh, sorry I'm going to get your song uh, Stuck in Retail played for the audience so here it is this is Red Savage and this is Stuck in Retail
2: Chao. Martial staff. Lost in a rift, I don't care if I make it back. Band is in the front, flashing what's not meant for me. 25,000 people exposing insecurity. To the kid in the second row
0: And that song right there, that was Red Savage with the song Stuck in Retail. And again, um, and again, Red, thank you very much for allowing us to play that on CLB Live Time in the Mix.
1: Oh, quite welcome. Quite welcome. Thank you.
0: Um, okay, so what we're going to do now is we're going to move forward with the podcast and we're going to jump into uh, the segment of where we're going to look at your future plans and any potential releases that are upcoming so are there any future plans for you where do you want to take um where do you want to take your career and secondly what songs can we look forward to seeing soon
1: well right now i've got i've got a few in my head that it just need to be put down they're <clears throat> songs that i've written but i'm always i'm always trying to get the best recording i can so there's one particular one. It's going to be an instrumental that I'm that I'm hoping to, that'll hit Spotify probably about three or four days. It's called Soul Fury. Now, what that is, that's just an instrumental. It's it's got kind of a Spanishy, Middle Eastern kind of kind of flavor to to it, and that's based on the based on the uh, scale that I've decided to use. And it's more acoustic than anything else that I've done. It's 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 a lot different from other things that I've done. Oh, also there's another song called Dead Man Walking, which, uh, which is a song that kind of chronicles a, a health condition I had and uh, various uh, trials and tribulations that I've gone through physically. And I just, that was one of those inspirations. It was actually coming off of a doctor's visit. I, keep, I had this um, really bad kidney pain and, and uh, the doctor was looking at the scans and he told me, oh, it's probably malignant. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, so wow. when the doctor tells you, the doctor tells you that you're like, "Fuck, man, what the hell?" So,
0: Definitely. you
1: know, I was kind of bummed out for a while. Definitely. And, and so that's that. That was that was the inspiration for that song. Now earlier, I had to I had to have a pacemaker put in, and I had uh, I had some what you would call TIAs, which is uh, transient ischemic attack, which is a kind of a minor stroke.
0: Oh wow, so, so you've had quite you've gone through quite a lot, really, over the last you know, is this sort of over the last couple, last year or so or
1: last five or so, probably last five or six years?
0: Oh wow, that's that's a hell of a lot to go through. Um, you know, uh, and and the fact that you're still doing what you're doing, you know, fair play to you.
1: Well, thanks. It's and that that's where I draw a lot of my a lot of my inspiration's about anything is is this real life. It's it's opening up my soul and and just sharing it with people, and that was that was a time in my life. And, and fortunately, I'm in the best shape of my life right now. But those were some hard times a few years back. But but <clears throat> I put all those conditions into a song, and you know it's a, the song has been uh, pretty well received in open mics. So what I'm probably going to do is try to line up some uh, musicians to uh, help me lay it down. I was going to say you- to
0: I was going to say to you, Red, actually, um, you know, the fa- thank you again for sharing, obviously, all of that information about your upcoming releases. Um, and in regards to obviously the health conditions and things like that, I feel like obviously I was explaining this to uh, one of my guests um, that I had on a previous podcast. And I was sort of just saying how music is um, really therapeutic to people as well. It can sort of help you deal with a lot of stuff that's going on in the background. And it sounds like that in a way, um, music has obviously done that for you as well.
1: Absolutely. In fact, um, I have a couple so Well, I have one song on there. It's called um, Carla. She was my late wife. I lost her and one of my sons in a car accident. And um, I think coming up with the music there was, was very therapeutic for me. And um, shortly after that, my kids and I kind of started jamming together and um, we were able to do some, uh, do a couple concerts and do a few gigs together. And I, I felt like it was really therapeutic for them and me as, as we really were able to just kind of come together as a family after tragedy and, and, and play some good songs and, you know, get through it all.
0: You just took the words out of my mouth there about obviously it bringing you together as a family. So, yeah, no, I'm glad that obviously, um, you know, it, it sort of became a coping mechanism for you all. And, you know, it's obviously helped you to overcome uh, this tragedy or this adversity that you've gone through. So, you know, it's um, music, as I always say, is a beautiful thing. And again, it's part, it's part of the reason why we do the podcast. You know, I love what I do. I love hearing the stories from the artists and obviously the inspirations of why they do what they do. And um, even even when it sort of delves into this really sort of deep connection sort of stuff as well, um, you know, it's, it's obviously nice to obviously hear that there is a positive side to everything as well. Um, okay, so moving on then, um, we're sort of approaching the end part of the podcast. Um, so what we always do in this segment, like any other artist that comes onto the show it's a chance to share with the listening audience a time where you may have been gigging. Uh, So it could have been an open mic session. It could have been just playing outside to an audience or anything like that. Um, A time where something's gone wrong and it's just looking back on it in a funny way. So have you got any stories you can share with us?
1: Yeah, one of the first, one of the earlier gigs I had, I I initially gigged with some, um, with a couple girls, on uh one on drums and one on bass and at the time we were we were called red seven and the donuts
0: right okay
1: because i i used to have those little hostess donuts little little donuts when, when i was in the recording studio and so they, they like that as, as their name but we were i was uh opening the show with um with retail and and i just totally chunked the first chord
0: oh no And I was
1: like inside of my head I'm like oh crap what the? so what I did immediately after that is I turned around and, and, and pretended like I was messing with my equipment
0: <laughs> just that casual thing you do just yeah no I get that yeah so, I, so that. I
1: was like I pretended like I was adjusting my amp and then I just turned around and then bam we got we got it going and it was it turned out great and it was just it was just really fun but that was just an absolute terrifying moment like especially on a song they've been doing for a long time. You know, even you know when you're developing it, when you're practicing it and all that, it's like, I think sometimes I, I play the guitar through my subconscious while I focus on focus. but that was just a terrifying situation.
0: Oh, wow. Well, at least you dealt with it in such a great way. And fair play to you. That was so, like, the way you made that sound, you made it just sound like it's so casual, how you just turn around and just like yeah I'm just checking out my amp you know <laughs> there's nothing else nothing going on here so yeah, you know that, like, that's yeah. that's really cool um I enjoyed that one I enjoyed hearing that one um so yeah that's great okay so now hey, sorry. sorry go on yeah
1: it's like i suck but it's the equipment's
0: fault (laughs) (laughs) that's it that's it um okay so we're now approaching the end of the podcast so like any other artist that comes onto the show i give them the opportunity to share their social media handles however don't worry, if you do forget them, um, they will be, or for the audience as you're listening right now, you will see them contained within the description. So all of Red Seven's uh, links are contained in the description for you there. So please do go check out his music and most of all his social media pages as well. Make sure to connect with him and obviously if you can, please purchase his music as well. Um, so yeah, I'm jumping over to you now Red, um, feel free to drop your social media handles.
1: Okay, I'm the Red Savage on Spotify. On Facebook, I'm Red Seven. Now on uh, Instagram, I'm Eversia Red Sun.
0: And is that all of your social media channels? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much all the social media that I do right now. If you want me to spell out, I could spell out that Eversia E B E R. S I A R E D S U N. That is. A- is, Latin for, is Latin for destruction.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, I didn't know that. So thank you for the education on that one as well.
1: Um, <laughs> that's great. The Red Sun was. Now, Red Sun was a. It was. That name came about because I'd always kind of fantasized about my wife and I kind of doing kind of a business. And I always called her my little sunflower. Right. And, and I had been Red Savage on, um, on a radio show that I had done, like, in, in ancient times, really, probably back in the 90s. Right. So Red, red Sun was kind of like one of those things I thought would be kind of like a little cool thing later on. But, you know, unfortunately, with her passing, but I just kind of kept it around. But that's what it, my uh, handle is on uh, Instagram.
0: Thank you for sharing all of those and be assured that, um, for the audience as well, please do go and check those out. You'll see them contained in the, uh, all of the links ca- contained within the description for you there. So please go and connect with Red. Um, Red, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure and I've really enjoyed speaking to you today.
1: Thank you very much for having me. I've, I've had a great time and I'm, I'm really glad that you're doing this, bringing, bringing the music to the masses. I think what you do right now is, is a great thing and uh, you know, keep up the good work.
0: Thank you for that. Um, really appreciate your kind words there as well. Um, so, yeah, this has been CLB Lifetime in the Mix with your host, Callum. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Lifetime in the Mix. We will see you again next week. As always, CLB Music, hopes that you have enjoyed this episode of Lifetime in the Mix. If you'd like to connect with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and the one and only TikTok. Uh, If you want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter, it is CLB underscore music. And on TikTok, it is CLB dot music. Once again, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode of the podcast and we will see you again next week.